Welcome to the Torbay Property Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to look at what is going to happen to stamp duty on the 11th of March. If you're buying a home in England costing more than £125,000, you'll have to pay stamp duty land tax on the purchase of your new home. It's an important factor when moving when you consider that last year the average UK house buyer paid £10,150 in stamp duty tax alone. Now, as soon as the date for Rishi Sunak's budget was set for 11th March 2020, conjecture in the press began about what stamp duty changes he may disclose on Budget Day. The Chancellor only sets the budget for England and Northern Ireland, yet this is just as relevant for Wales and Scotland. Even though Derek Mackay, the Scottish Finance Secretary, said on the 6th of February that he has no plans to change Scotland's version of stamp duty, which is LBTT, more often than not, stamp duty rule changes in England are often adopted in Wales and Scotland at a future date. Some are asking if Sunak will impose what was promised in the Conservative Manifesto with a 3% additional stamp duty surcharge on non-UK resident buyers. I've certainly heard in the estate agency community that foreign buyers are trying to rush through their sales in central prime London, Park Lane, Mayfair, etc. before the 11th of March to ensure they don't get hit with a new tax. Or will he go even further? Will we see a reappearance of Boris Johnson's hitherto specified aim of eliminating stamp duty below £500,000, consequently theoretically saving home buyers many thousands of pounds? However, opinions are divided on what, if anything, will be included in the budget. Most believe that the extra 3% for foreign nationals is an almost nationals is an almost certainty, and if it isn't implemented straight away, it will be in the autumn statement. Many believe the Chancellor could also decide to repay the favour to those in the north who turned the election map blue on the evening of 12th December, with actions to enhance the housing market north of the M62 with stamp duty changes. The best way he could do that is to raise the threshold from the current £125,000. When Boris ran for Tory leadership back in May 2019, he said that he wanted to expand the threshold at which you begin paying stamp duty from £125,000 to £500,000, which when you consider seven out of eight residential sales in 2019 were for homes below £500,000, that would have a considerable effect. If the stamp duty threshold had been raised to £500,000 in 2019, then over 700,000 home buyers in England would have not paid any stamp duty tax at all. When you look locally, 94.9% of bricks and properties sold last year were below that £500,000 mark. Of the 778 properties sold in the 12 months with a, within a three-mile radius of Brixham, only 40 of these properties sold were over 500000 Interesting when you compare with Greater London, where 44% of properties were below the £500,000 level. Yet the cost to the HM Treasury would be significant. If all properties below £500,000 were exempt, the government would lose £2.22 billion in tax receipts, according to Savills. Of course, this could be made up with extra tax on empty properties or increasing the second home stamp duty levy from the current 3% to, say, 5%, which would raise an additional £1.12 billion on top of the current £1.68 billion it raises to the Treasury. Yet it would have a negative effect on buy-to-let landlords buying additional homes. What almost unquestionably won't happen is the earlier idea of switching the stamp duty liability from home buyer to home seller, as this would just stall the property market. It would probably cause political fallout among 688,000 home buyers who paid stamp duty last year alone, make homes appear more expensive as house sellers would inflate the asking price to try and recoup some of the tax, yet ultimately it could be seen as rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. The 3% additional levy for foreign buyers is almost certain, of which we don't get many in Brixham as they tend to buy in the prime London areas, which is of course the City of Westminster, Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, and parts of the boroughs of Hammersmith and Fulham and Camden. Yet I have a feeling that ultimately the government doesn't want to rock the boat on the wave that has been rowed by the property market on the borough's bounce since December. I also doubt any changes have made to first-time buyer stamp duty relief, as 20% of 22% sorry, of all property transactions in 2019 were to first-time buyers. 
And whilst it cost the Treasury, or saved the first-time buyers, a total of £539 million in stamp duty relief, which is an average of just over £2,400 each, the government are keen for first-time buyers to get onto the housing ladder. Ultimately, we can only wait until Mr Sunak opens his red leather box on the 11th of March to find out what will happen. I will, of course, report back after the 11th of March on what, if any taxes changes to the tax regime, will affect the local property market going forward. You've been listening to Simon Fisher, uh, the author of the Torbay Property Podcast. You can visit uh, www.torbaypropertyblog.co.uk to read the uh, the written version of this, where there will also be some graphs and other information uh, on there. Or if you need any advice with regards to property in the local area in Torbay, please give me a call on 01803 214 214. Thanks for listening.